This is Generation Swap. While the world talks about a generation gap, we talk about generational connection. Our guests, we call them swap mates, discuss goals, passions, and values, helping each other figure out life. Keep listening for more. Welcome to Generation Swap. I'm your host, Cindy Camp. And today we're talking with SWAT mates who've been paired as part of Dr. Ian Borton's interpersonal communication class here at Aquinas College. It's my pleasure to welcome Osher Lifelong Learning scholar and teacher Dave Camp Schulte, who's been a mentor before, and Aquinas student Olivia Seabright. So glad to have you both here today. Glad to be glad here. Glad to be here. Yeah, well, I'd like to have you each tell us a little bit about yourself, just to give our listeners a better idea of who you each are. Um, and if you'd include your age, because that helps our listeners visualize a little bit better who they're, who they're hearing. Dave? Uh, I'm Dave Camp Schulte, and I just officially turned a new decade. I turned 70 uh, last week. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, I've been a lifelong, uh, my career as, as a teacher, and I read I taught East Grand Rapids and Forest Hills, and I, I, when I retired in 2008, I started teaching at Ali. Uh, Charlotte Palin, the director, and I used to work together at East Grand Rapids. So, And I'll just interject that's here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's Grand Rapids, Michigan, yep. And uh, so it's and I have a little business called Amazing Circles Workshops where I do a lot of facilitation and also some presentations. And, uh, and I've got a parallel path. I've been a hospice volunteer for 37 years. Love to hear more about that. Maybe we can uh, talk about that a little later okay. in the interview. Olivia. Hi, um, my name is Olivia Seabright. I am 19 years old. I grew up in a really, really small town called Hopkins, Michigan. I went to elementary, middle school, and high school there. And now I'm a sophomore at Aquinas College. Um, I really like the small aspect of Aquinas. It just reminds me of growing up in a small town like Hopkins. It was also one of the main reasons I chose to attend Aquinas. And I decided to go with a dual major in business and communications. That's great to know. I Thanks. didn't realize you were from such a small town. How, how big is Hopkins, Michigan, roughly? I'd say less than 300 people. What? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's tiny. Very tiny. Wow. So then for you, Grand Rapids is a big town. Big town, yeah. Even if Aquinas <laughs> College is still a smaller mm -hmm. school. Yeah, well, that's great. Um, so, like to know a little bit about your first meeting and what you kind of, you know, thought of each other the first time that you got together, which was recently, just a few weeks ago. I'll let Olivia go first on this one. All right. Um, we had most of our meetings at Starbucks, other than the last one that we just had at our campus coffee shop. I would say the main word I would use to describe our meeting was unique. I didn't really know what to expect going into the process but um the second i met dave um he just is a big ball of light excited for everything and i just knew he was going to be a wonderful person to talk to for the rest of the meetings he's easy to talk to Very isn't he yeah. yeah yes and i would echo that right back at you olivia uh, olivia and talking to her she did a pals program uh, which is peer listening in her high school and I coordinated a similar program uh, at my school, so we talk the same language. And she has also a very outgoing personality, and uh, it, it's really we just connected really, really good. So so far, and I know right now we're about midway through the semester. So far, you've been meeting over coffee, mm -hmm. and that's been. And what what kind of things have you been talking about? Gosh, we talked about just about <laughs> everything, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we tried to. Uh, I you know me, I always come. I have these all these activities for my job. And so we've been going kind of through things that come to realize kinds of things, questions we like to ask each other, what questions people like to ask us. 
those kinds of things. I, I do this weird exercise where Olivia really liked this one right off the bat. Do you see yourself as a window or as a door, metaphorically speaking? And uh, yeah, so, so, so just kind of let Olivia explore uh, what's important to her and letting her ask me questions and I ask her questions. So it's just been easy. Yeah, we always hope the learning is mutual, but I mm -hmm. think you, Dave, as someone who's been a teacher, who's got so much life experience, it's helpful for a younger person in college to get to have a relationship with someone like you in this sort of unique swap mate uh, experience. So it's not a formal mentoring program, but we, we hope that you both get to know things about each other and, and both really learn um, things that, that are interesting and helpful. I, you know, as I said, we're really about the halfway point of the semester, and we're focusing on building a full and happy life. And for college students, you know, you're still at an earlier place in doing that. Lots of research that shows that um, the single most important aspect of happiness is relationships, and especially the ones that really last long term. Dave, I know, has got some of those in his life. And I'm, I'm just wondering if you could each talk about somebody that you consider to be a close family member, a close friend, and what you do to maintain that relationship. Well, obviously, I've been married for 46 years. And uh, so my wife and I are, have a very close relationship. And the, the, what makes it close is that we're able to talk to each other about anything. And uh, that's been from the get-go from her and from me. And so... That's that's the biggest thing. And Olivia and I were kind of touching about that today where we just felt like uh, we don't have these conversations that often with just everyday people that, that, that we've been having. And it's how, how nice it is to have that. And I feel very lucky that I've been, had that all my adult life. Yeah, you especially, Dave, I think, have really um, focused on the, the aspects of communication that help people build good relationships and, and get to a deeper place of self-understanding. Uh, Olivia, what about someone in your life that that someone who's important to you? I would say, I mean, right now I'm not married, but the closest thing I have to that would probably be my sister, Samantha. We're about like uh, one and a half years apart. So, I mean, we went through elementary school together. We played on the same sports teams. We talk about all of our problems together. Um, I mean, all relationships take work, but I just think this is one of the easier relationships I have in my life just because we're very, very similar. Um, but I guess just some of the things that we do just to make sure our relationship stays good is just to like make sure that we're spending time together, but also sometimes we just need space. So, so where really is, helps. Yeah, where's Samantha right now? Is she still in school back in Hopkins or? She's actually a junior and she goes to Cornerstone. So we oh. live together. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. Well, how nice. So you still see each yeah, other all the time. Every day. <laughs> wow. Are you living off campus somewhere? Yes. Oh, that's great. So, um, yeah, it sounds like that's a, a very key relationship yes. for you. And nice that you're both here in the same town. Mm -hmm. uh, another important part of life is health. And I would love to hear you both talk about what you do to take good care of yourself. I sing in the shower a lot. <laughs> and I, the, does the that reason, make you happy? It does. It makes oh, me happy. Great. And, I, yeah. and uh, you know, it's, it's People say, you know, that, that's weird. You should be, you know, you should, you're 70 years old. You should be singing in the shower, but it makes me happy. And I, I do that. I love, I love exercise. I play all kinds of sports and I love interactions like I've had with Olivia and you. Uh, that, that just lights my fire. And to be able to teach, you know, uh, go from my former teaching career to a secondary thing, doing this, what I love to do, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Olivia. 
Dave and I were actually just talking about this. We were talking kind of about some of the struggles in our life right before we came here. And I just kind of touched on the fact that I don't really take a lot of breaks. And that's one of the things that I'm really trying to work on. But just taking good care of yourself makes you really think that it's okay to take breaks. And I guess just some of the things that I do that is just like going on a walk, maybe going to watch a sports event, hanging out with my friends, just making sure that you're really valuing yourself, but also making sure you're getting things done too. Yeah, it's such a balance when you're in college and you tend to be so busy with mm-hmm. studies and maybe extracurricular things, maybe part-time jobs. Some people even have full-time jobs. So I know it's hard to pay attention to your health, but that's one of our hopes is that by having a conversational relationship with somebody who's in a different season of life, you can get a little different perspective on what makes a really good life, a very healthy and happy life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think most of us know, especially as we get older, that taking care of your health is key. Dave, you mentioned being a hospice volunteer. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that work, um, especially the fact that you've done it for so many years. Yeah, I've done, uh, for those of you who are not familiar with hospice, hospice is for people at the end of life and they choose not to have any extra uh, ordinary care, medical care for them. They normally die at home in the care of their family. And so I have done uh, caregiver relief where a caregiver gives a break and goes out, but now I do life stories and where I interview people and get their life story because a lot of people think that I have my life make a difference. Does my life have meaning? And so through this process, uh, they have a little booklet and they talk about it and it's really cool. So you record their, their story? I take, notes. Or? I take notes and then I write a draft and send it to them. We go over it and then they uh, do it several times and uh, they add to it. They do, you know make corrections and things like that. And I start off with easy questions. Tell me about your childhood. Tell me about you know, you know, the first time you fell in love and things like that. And then we go into struggles in life and how do you want to be remembered? Have you thought about planning your funeral? What do you feel like life after death? And uh, what, what words of wisdom do you have for people who are going to be reading this? It's a beautiful way to, I think, help someone spend those last months, yeah. days of life. Uh, do they typically have plans to share that then with family and friends? Yeah, yeah. They, we, we, uh, they have copies made. I've had people use it at, um, uh, as part of a eulogy at the service. So It's beautiful. So you're both at really different stages of life, obviously. And when we do the math, there's a 51-year age spread between you. Dave, you have completed a career and now into an encore career. Olivia, you are preparing for life after college and what you're going to do with your work life. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are, each of you, about that topic of career or work from these very different, I guess, periods in life. I guess I can go first on this one. I guess right now the most important thing for me is just making money. Whatever is going to get me the most money, I just want to make sure that I can set myself up for success in the future just so that I can pay off college and get to the job that I really love. So then just going on to that next part, I think a job is important just because you're setting yourself up for the rest of your life. So money becomes less important because you want to value those friendships and just like lifelong memories that you're going to make at your job. So then you kind of get a flip-flop between money and values, I guess. I know money is always part of the equation because, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you obviously want to be self-sustaining and maybe have some college debt to pay off. What about you, Dave? You know, we were just, we were talking about that. I think last time I I brought, asked Olivia, what needs do you have in your future job? And it's kind of a strange question. And for me, as I look back, I, I, I needed to be around people. That was huge. I need to be kind of self-employed uh, because I like working on my own hours, my own time. 
And for me, and I liked being creative. And for me, teaching was just the perfect opportunity for that. I could work as much as I wanted to or as less as I wanted to. And I, 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 was, on, I was part of a staff, but I was also in my, doing my own thing in the classroom. So the needs are more than just money. Were, were you always full-time in your teaching no, career? No, I, I had a varied teaching career. I taught full-time. I was home. I taught part-time when I had our first kid. I stayed home for 10 years when we had our second kid. And then I was various part-times uh, in the 13 years when I went back. So, so you had a lot of flexibility. Yeah, yeah. And my, uh, my wife had a, a job that demanded her time and was able to provide also some financial support. So I was able to do that. Not everybody can. Dave, what's your perspective on stress? In general or me? Well, I guess just advice maybe for people who are preparing you know, for careers. I think careers. it's really important that Olivia at a very young age voiced the fact that I realize that I have a tendency to overwork. I got to find balance. A lot of people never reach that point where they make are aware of that. And uh, for me, I've always maintained if I can't have fun in what I'm doing, uh, and it's time to make a change. And I've always had fun in, in teaching. It's been my motivating factor to get up in the morning. That's so nice to hear because I don't know how many people would attach the word fun to work. So it's yeah. nice that you were able to find that dimension in your teaching. Uh, now that brings us right into my question about play and about fun. What do you each like to do when you're not working or studying? So obviously I'd just say spending time with family and friends is something I've always really valued. But I really like just exercising and competing in sports and just kind of engaging in that college life aspect. Yeah, we really uh, have that in common. Basketball is a huge release for me. I love basketball. I love watching basketball. I love talking basketball. And uh, it just gives you a, a chance to burn off some steam, but also be part of a team and have the banter that goes on with that. And uh, yeah, that's uh, it's important. And I love playing games. I love being around people in groups doing games and board games and card games and things like that. Favorite board game? Favorite board game right now, it varies, yeah. is Catan. Catan. Oh, Catan. Set, the Settlers of, of Catan. Oh, yeah, I have yeah. heard that's great. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. all addicted in our family. Yeah. Uh, and this gets to be a good time of year for games as we get into cooler weather and holidays coming. Uh, before we wrap up, I just wanted to see if either of you have any final thoughts about intergenerational relationships or about your swap mate experience. I would just kind of say that, like, the relationships in my life just kind of, like, they are there to keep a person sane. I don't think you can go through life just by yourself. You have to make connections like Dave and I have made or how you make connections with anyone. They just are there to make sure you're okay, but you're also making sure that the people are like good around you too. Olivia had a great line today. She says, I wish people would say rather than, uh, what are you doing? How are you doing? And that, that really brings out the compassion in her that she, yeah, that's great. I love that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this idea of a mentor, mentee, when I first started doing it, you get this idea in your head that I'm this wise old person that's going to be imparting this advice, but it's not that way at all. It's just an interchange of going back and forth and learning from each other. And that's, I, that's why I love doing it. I'll be back next year. Well, that's great to hear. I think this does make very real the things you're learning in interpersonal communication Definitely. because it gives you a, a place and a way to practice with somebody who is, you know, brand new to you when the semester starts and whom you get to know pretty well as the semester goes on. Um, certainly, as well as you're preparing for work, there's all the kind of different generations of people that you will interact with. And so we, I guess we hope this is just some more preparation for that yeah. too. 
Well, it's interesting. We were just talking. The last thing I asked her, what, you know, what advice would you have? How was this compared to what uh, you thought it was going to be? Go ahead and say what you said. I said it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. I didn't really know, kind of, because we were total strangers going into this, but it takes, it obviously takes work to be able to talk to a stranger at the beginning, but if you're able to push yourself, you can really benefit from experiences like these. Beautiful. Well, it's delightful to have you both here today to get an idea of the SWATmate relationship that you're developing this semester. Generation Swap is a production of the Aquinas College Advantage Center. You can find our show wherever you get your podcasts or at generationswap.com. Our career and connections expert is Dr. Dana Hebriard. Our producer is John Griffin, and our social media coordinator is Alexandra Stevenson. I'm Cindy Camp, Generation Swap creator. Thank you for spending time with us today. We're looking forward to swapping stories with you again soon. Thank you.